It's June 23rd, 2023, and you're listening to the Architecture Geeks podcast. I'm Larry. And I'm Matthew. And we're your friendly neighborhood architects being geeky as we want to be. Well, happy June, everyone. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Holy crap, I keep forgetting about that. I guess there's there's a lot of other things going on, but of course, we had originally planned to have June off, but as we mentioned, I think in the last podcast that we might do one just to do just to do a recap of the AIA A23 conference uh, in San Francisco. So that's really what this is for. Hopefully, it's going to be short and short and sweet, maybe a little sassy because it was San Francisco after all. I will say this, and I don't think I can live somewhere with earthquakes and fires and and $1,000 square foot property. But when we got there, it was in the mid 60s. And it's like a 30 degree swing. <laughs> oh, between, yeah, exactly. Between Texas and, and California. I mean, it was just night and day. Oh, I, I see that that would that sounds really nice right now, especially with all the humidity we've been getting. But at the same time, ah, uh, the 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 wildfires would would kind of that would put a damper on that. Just I don't know. I, there's there's benefits to both, right? Oh sure, sure. I, I told James. I said you know I said while we're here, for some reason there's an earthquake. You'll just find me standing down on the street. I'm not going back up in the building. So <laughs> I'll, I'll get a tent with one of the homeless guys because I'm not going back indoors. But luckily, luckily it was just, just, you know, just chilly, which is a little, little chilly sometimes, but it was fine. It was, it was great. And, and it was nice to be in San Francisco again. We haven't been in 22 or 23 years, I think. The, the last time I was there was probably eight months before I got engaged. So that would have been almost seven years ago, eight years ago now. So I guess I've been there a little bit more recently than you, but definitely before all the fires again, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just the heat that's, that's hitting me right now. <laughs> I don't know why I'm stuck on fires, but that, that, that's just, that's, that's where it's at right now. That's where my head's at just because it feels like a fire outside. Oh yeah. It's when, when you step outside and feel like you're going to just, just can immediately burst into flames that that probably would put that put that yes in fact we have been debating on when when the best time is to walk the dog and james got up at five this morning to do that because even at nine o'clock at night it's just ridiculous so so yeah it's been been a uh it's i i'm definitely missing the 60 degree weather so yeah but but you know that wasn't the trip. The trip, <laughs> the trip, of course, was the AIA conference, and it was. I, I you know, I, I missed last year in Chicago. Of course, the years before that for COVID, but last year I missed Chicago, and I'm so happy I went again. It's it's one of those things that, like every conference, everything's kind of hit and miss. You're not sure what you're going to get, but I think it's it was it was interesting. It was it was and it was well attended certainly. I think everyone was kind of happy to be back in a building together and and talking to one another. So no complaints there, but I I tried to take as many courses as I could and I did really well about not necessarily skipping any or trying to stay in class <laughs> stay in class when I really didn't want to. I don't know, you you've never 
you've never been to like the TXA conference or the you're you're not actually part of AIA yet, right? No, the membership for me is a little expensive as I'm trying to get a a new business off the ground. So I'm gonna wait until I get uh, until until things have stabilized a little bit before I before I start abusing myself with eight more hours of continuing education credits. Okay. Well, no, that's not, I mean, I, I think that's, that is more than reasonable. Uh, it is definitely expensive and going is expensive. I don't care where the conference is. It's still just a nice chunk of change, but we had some really good keynotes. We had uh, a woman from this Walt Disney Imagineers. Um, I can't remember what her position is, but that was the first keynote. Very interesting. And then the last keynote, was oh, I should know her name. <laughs> she was the the former prime minister for New Zealand, and she just retired, just stepped down, and was very, very engaging. Felt very sincere, like we're not getting a politician. And and, and I think I, I kind of equated back to the conference was in uh, Denver one year, and it's been a while, but it was in Denver, and the. Last keynote, the keynote on Saturday, when she, but you think, you know, it's the, it's the last keynote, half the people are gone, who's going to show up? The last keynote in Denver was Colin Powell and was fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and funny, which is just you know, one of those things that just caught me off guard. I'm like, this is the last person you would think would be funny. But he was, he was great and very sincere, very sincere and very well spoken put thought into what he was talking about. And the same thing with, with the former prime minister for New Zealand. I mean, she was, she was spot on. So, so a couple of really good keynotes, the one in between I walked out on, I hate to say that, but every once in a while, I'm like, guys, you're talking to, you're talking to the 20% of the people, 20% of your membership is who you're talking to with this keynote and the 80%, the rest of the 80%, aren't necessarily going to get anything out of it. So I don't know if, if maybe they get more of the 20% who show up for the conference. I, I, I don't know, but it's one of those things I'm like, you know what, I've got a couple other things I can go do. So I went ahead and popped out and, and did that instead. In fact, I think one of those was talking to you. Yeah. It would have been Friday because it was talking to you. Ah, uh, yeah. You, you stepped out to do your, your mentorly duties while I was trying to figure out a, client situation so yes <laughs> and, and of course the nice part is with with all the keynotes they're the first at least 10 or 15 minutes is is they're giving out an award for something or several awards for something so you can always kind of be you can always be late and not necessarily miss anything so so it wasn't bad and, and happy of course you know happy to talk to you always 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 so um you know, any questions and, and that kind of stuff. So no problem stepping out and or not stepping in, I guess, <laughs> waiting to step in to talk to you. But yeah, yeah, it was it was one of those things, one of those conferences that I had one super, super class and I I wanted him to be the be the presenter in every single class that I took because he was just that good. Uh oh, is this the super enthusiastic about what he did guy? Yes. Yes, I, I forgot I told you about that. Yes, the the big old queen with, I mean, he was so super animated and arms going about and just, I, I won't say over the top, but close to being over the top. But at the same time, 
everything he was talking about, he was so passionate about and so interested in it and wanted to share. You could just tell this is something he really believed in and wanted other people to understand and hopefully maybe adopt it. And, and for the listener, it's, it's talking about the life cycle, life cycle photography. So basically instead of just focusing on the final product photos that we typically do as architects or as architectural photographers, you actually document the entire project. So you keep photographic record of existing conditions, existing building, the design process. He said, set up a camera when you're doing your design process, when you're working on something and just let it run because you can always pull still, still photos from it. But that shows how the design process goes or maybe how some of that works. Then you have the construction photos, the final product photo, and then the post-occupancy photo so that a year later you can see how's the building performing. And the best part is, is you don't necessarily have to go and get photographs yourself. You talk to the client and say, hey, can you send me photographs of the house and how you're using it or the building and how you're using it? How's the office space working? And you use photos from them. So you have this entire documentation. And he actually, there was one photographer that was just pissed. I mean, you could just see it in his face. He was borderline mad. I mean, you just like waiting for him to pop. And he ultimately, we were, we were all in a small kind of five or six of us talking to this guy right at the end of the end of the presentation or right after. And he's like, I have, I have to go back and rethink everything I've ever done. Everything I've been taught about photography. And uh, which is great. I mean, this is great. This guy has had that much of an impact. And so, yeah, so it was, it was just a fantastic class. And honestly, if he could have been the presenter for every single one, I would have been so happy. No, that, I mean, you, you have to love the people who love what they do and, 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 and how they're doing it because they make for the best teachers. I remember I had a a ninth grade biology teacher who like, she actually worked on the, I forget what it was called, but she actually worked on the first pro it was a it was a federal project to map the entire human genome and she was one of the biologists who had worked to map the human genome for the very first time and she was part of that group and so she was super excited about what she did and she came and she and she was at our high school teaching and yet she was one of those people that you're just like you know biology isn't for everybody but when 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 you get somebody like that out there working on it she brings you into the subject, whether you want to be or not. And it's a cool feeling. Yeah, definitely. Definitely that energy that you get from it. You're just like, and, and it's, it is the, I, I did take other sessions, but it's the one that, that really sticks out in my mind because, because there was so much energy behind it. The other fun thing was, <laughs> I think I, I think I emailed you or texted you after this happened. We, I said it on a session about, um, it's urban heat mitigation, which sounds absolutely boring and, and in some ways is because there's a lot of technical, but, but the guy presenting uh, part of it was like, oh, I could get into all the technical details, but that'd be a little too much geekery. And I'm like, oh my God, we have a podcast host or a guest. And this, this, is, this is someone I'm going to immediately talk to and say, I need you to be a guest on the podcast because I think you and him will hit it off perfectly. Oh, I'm is, <laughs> I, I'm sure we will. I, I don't even know what 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 is it the 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 mood 
roofs. I, I mean, that's that's a bad way of putting it, but <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the mood roofs. It's the uh, it's the street coating and the the pavement coating. That brings, oh right, yeah, that brings the temperature down. And and this, I mean, it was it really was. It's one of those courses like okay, it's my health, safety, welfare course, and it's on the expo floor, which is challenging because there's so much you know ambient noise going on, but. It was it was good. It was interesting. It was it was like oh wow, this stuff really works, and this is really cool. So, so yeah. So when when he was said you know geeking out about it, I'm like, okay, podcast guest, I have to tell Matthew. Here, yes. <laughs> here's oh, yes. oh. yeah, I remember that that now. You 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 even saved a pamphlet for me when you got back, and I I read through it all, and oh yes, I have questions. So yes, we are definitely going to have to have him on. So that he can come enlighten us on it, because I always love doing cool product yeah. uh, research like that. That's neat. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that's the one th- one of the things I think you would really enjoy about conference is because the expo floor and all the manufacturers who are there and they have all these products to look at and and some of it, I looked at some some doors and windows that were just beautiful and I'm like, wow, this is gorgeous. But you know the the round window that they had on the display was only 30 grand. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the small project that, that, you know, he's talking, you know, referring to smaller projects around $300,000. And I'm like, okay, that's a small project. But, but aside from that, I mean, but, but again, beautiful product and great to see. So I think that's something that you would, you would really enjoy. Um, and of course, you know, being in San Francisco, I, I have to say was fantastic aside from the weather. James got to walk around all over the place. He walked 12 miles the, the first day we were full, first full day we were there. He walked 12 miles. That's amazing. And especially on those hills like that too. That is, that's a workout right there. Yeah. And, and he also got sunburned because he, it was so nice outside and a little breezy and he didn't notice he was getting sunburned until he got back to the hotel room. So <laughs> we went for, we went for drinks and dinner dinner Thursday night with some friends, and yes, definitely a little red in the face. But uh, but yeah, it was it was wonderful. And and then on Saturday we ended up walking. Uh, if you're from San Francisco, this will make sense to you. But we walked from Knob Hill down to the Painted Ladies, and from the Painted Ladies all the way to the Castros. So I think we walked a total of about five miles. And again, you you know you're talking up and down hills, and it makes a difference. I will tell you right now. There's one hill you got to the top and I'm like, my ass is burning. My hamstrings are burning. <laughs> my calves are burning. I'm like, oh my God, this is a workout. And James is like, well, Christ, no wonder everyone here looks so skinny. You, you're burning everything off, running around up and down the street. So yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I'm like, buns of steel. So, uh, but we had, we had a good time and it was, it was nice to be back in the city. I think I'd like to go just to just to have some more free time to kind of wander around. One thing I will say, and and if you, I think everyone keeps hearing about how bad the homelessness is and the homeless situation is in, in San Francisco and it's crime ridden and yada, yada, yada. Folks, I think it's no worse than any other urban area where you have, you know, homeless people who can't afford to live there and they have nowhere else to go. Uh, you have people with mental health issues. You know, we have that problem here in Dallas we had a problem in Austin. It happens in Denver. I think it happens in any major city. It's just how you handle it. And I, I said I was going to tell somebody if they asked me, like, well, how was the crime? I'm just going to tell them I got mugged on every corner. But I never felt unsafe. James did once when he went, like, maybe a block too far. 
but he immediately turned around and came back the other direction. But I, there was never a moment where I, I was worried about my safety. And I, I think that that says something. Um, possibly that it's more hype about what's going on because some people want to demonize California and it's a bad place to live and look at all the homelessness and the crime. Well, it's no different than anywhere else. I will say that much. I think it's a challenge. I, I think trying to figure out how to handle that is a challenge for every city. And I think San Francisco's in the same bucket. And it's even uh, probably even more so because the, the real estate is so expensive. But like I said, we never, we never felt unsafe. Well, and you mentioned, you, I, I know this is only tangentially related, but I was listening, or I was reading somewhere that Los Angeles has been trying to solve their homelessness problem. Not, this isn't a San Francisco problem, this is more of a, a California problem. But I read somewhere today that Los Angeles was solving or was trying to, to collect money to help solve that problem by taxing houses that were sold over five million dollars an extra an extra an extra tax to help rehouse the people the 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 people who don't have homes or or to get them off the streets and so you know there are cities in 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 california that are trying different things to address that you know and and because it's a new program they we still haven't seen the the final results but if you're earning over, if your house is over $5 million in California, that already puts you in a very select 1% group. And so I think, you know, it, I think it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. It, it comes back to that whole thing about affordable housing. And that's, that's something we should probably talk about on the podcast. What does affordable housing really mean? Because when you say that, people think low income black. And so you have that issue. When it really is, you're talking about people in California who can't afford to pay a thousand dollars a square foot and need to find something that's affordable. You know, middle class people finding something that's a, affordable, somewhere they can live and provide. I mean, you know, and, and be able to contribute to whatever's going on. So yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it was it was definitely interesting to see that kind of real estate. You know, we, we walked by a realtor office and we saw the the listings like 1800 square feet 1.8 million I'm like well hello so yeah um Jeez. A bit something but all that to say conference was good um had a good time got some really great food oh my gosh uh, just delicious I got James to eat some Brussels sprouts which he absolutely hates um but the place we had them was just, I, I'm like, wow, this is fantastic. And he, even he, I think he liked four or five, which is a lot for him. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. if you, if you fry it and put enough other stuff around it to make sure that it, you can't actually tell the Brussels sprouts, then yeah, they become edible. <laughs> I, I think he would agree with that. This had like the sauce of, of course it had been, you know, wok seared, Brussels sprouts, basically, but it, the sauce was like soy and Chinese five spice, and there was something else we couldn't figure out that was in there, and a little bit of chili, so it had a little bit of heat to it, but absolutely delicious. But yeah, nice place to visit. Definitely couldn't afford to live there, but again, the the conference, you know, it was. I'm glad the conference was there because it was, it was nice to see the city again, and it was nice to go to the conference again. It's been a while since I've been, so it was it was fun to do. And next year's in D.C., so. Maybe by the end of the year, you can, or beginning of next year, you can hop onto the AIA will train and start doling out cash for that. Because yeah, the, the DC conference, I've, I've been to the one when it's been in DC before, and that was a lot of fun because AIA national headquarters are there. And I think that makes it a little bit different 
but anyway, uh, we just wanted to give you guys a quick recap. Uh, again, like I said, every conference is kind of hit and miss, but I did have some good, good sessions, really good sessions. And honestly, if the guy who did lifecycle photography could, could basically present everything, I would just have him do it. <laughs> so, so thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back in July. I, we're trying to work out the architectural unions to see if we can get get a conversation with them. But of course, that's something that's kind of busy right now. So we may have to ad lib and, and we'll see. Maybe we'll be talking about um, urban heat mitigation, but we'll see. Hope everyone's doing well. And of course, if you want to get a hold of me, Larry at spotteddogarchitecture.com and at spotteddogarch on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at addingarch on Instagram and addingarchitecture.com on the internet. And then you can always find our podcast at wherever you can download your podcast from and on Instagram at Arch Geeks Podcast. So I think that's where we're going to wrap it up today. And We'll see you guys in July.